Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that happens in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A Dub. It's Thursday. Happy Black History Month. Yes, I know the month started a couple of days ago, but you know, in true African American fashion, we are starting a little bit late with our Black History Month celebration here at DX Daily. And we got a couple of big things to get into today, too. So Eminem and Tribe Called Quest are among the 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Young Buck was arrested for allegedly vandalizing his ex-girlfriend's car. Then we got even more mess. Drake has allegedly unfollowed Rihanna and ASAP Rocky on Instagram after the pregnancy announcement. And also in more announcement news, Janae Aiko has been announced as one of the opening performers at the Super Bowl 2022 this year. So a lot to jump into, but first, please be sure to follow the podcast, subscribe to us. If you're on Apple Podcast, Spotify, if you're on the Stitcher app, the iHeart app, whichever app, please make sure to hit that subscribe button or that follow button, whichever one it says on your particular app. Thank you. Now let's jump into it. Okay, so it is Black History Month. You know, we we got to celebrate that here. This is a hip hop podcast. Hip hop music is black music. It's everything. So of course, you know, we got to celebrate Black History Month here. I thought it would be dope for us to highlight some of our favorite artists throughout the month or some artists that we just want to shine a light on, some black artists that have been really impactful to us. So do you have one this month, A-Dub? Do we want to get into uh, our black history highlights this month? Of course. So I found this young lady. Her name is uh, Nija Charles, and she's a songwriter. Nija, Nija. It's a Nija on her Instagram. Is it Nija or Nija? I mean, unless she said it herself, Nija. I'm pretty sure it's Nija. I've heard people call her Nija. It says N E E Z J U H as like she pronounced the pronunciation. That's so crazy, bro. Everybody calls her Nija. She needs to like come out with a video and say Nija. But that's just like money long. I thought it was Mooney long until (laughs) she put money. That's crazy. Yes, but Nija. Okay, yeah. Let's get into Nija. Let's get into her. Yes. So Nija, I got on. I got put onto her. Um, I think she uh kind of blew up like on TikTok because she'll mention songs that she has written for. And um, she's written for Beyonce, Jay-Z, Cardi B, SZA, Kehlani, Lady Gaga, like 
the girl is impressive with her songwriting. So, but she recently just put out her own album and it is called Don't Say I Didn't Warn You. 10 songs on there. And it's one of those albums where like the songs just flow through consistently. Like you can't even tell it's different songs. It just all flows. So her first project by herself being a, uh, an artist is pretty dope. So I've been listening to her lately. So again, the artist is Nisha and her album is Don't Say I Didn't Warn You. That's that's my girl for today. Nisha, yes. I love that song, Ease My Mind. That is my joy. Like, Nisha, you can tell she's uh, an accomplished songwriter because the songs are effortless. The songs on the project, like you said, they just flow together so well. Nija mm. has that songwriter's touch. Like, it's different from somebody who's primarily an artist versus a songwriter turned artist. Like, the material is just different. And you know they use their best material for themselves. So, yes, I think that's a dope choice for today. And who's your choice? Who are you going with? Now, my choice um, is definitely somebody that we talk about a lot on this podcast. It's somebody we're going to talk about in one of these stories uh, a little later once we jump into the stories on the podcast. Rick Ross. And I'm going to tell you why, because richer than I've ever been, I've still been having that in rotation uh, these past few weeks. I know people um, have had their opinions on Rick Ross's most recent album, saying that it's not one of his top three or top five albums, whatever the case may be. But me personally, I have not stopped playing Outlaws with Rick Ross, Jasmine Sullivan and 21 Savage. Um, I have not stopped playing Little Havana, which is the opening record that he has with the dream on the album. Like I've been playing richer than I've ever been nonstop. And also the way Rick Ross promotes his brands, like just inspires me on a different level. Like this man does not stop promoting what he has going on. We'll dive a little bit deeper into that later, but for right now, I'm going to say my, my initial um, black history month highlight is going to be Rick Ross right now. We know how big of a fan I am of him. We don't have to go through the whole entire breakdown, but I'm going to start it off with Rick Ross because of this story that we'll get into a little bit later on. No, I like that. Rick Ross is a businessman. We've always talked about, you know, from um, his house on coming to America too, and then him getting another house kind of just for being rented out kind of thing, the cars, the lifestyle. I love it, Ross. So luxury and hard work personified. Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> now let's jump into the news. Okay, so Eminem and A Tribe Called Quest are nominated for this year's class of 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Um, another great thing to hear during Black History Month, A Tribe Called Quest being nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Huge, huge, mm. huge, huge. Eminem, this is his first year being nominated and or Eminem, this is his first year being eligible, I should say, to be nominated. And he got the nomination his first year. He's one of the first artists to ever do that. Like most artists, it takes quite a while for them to get nominated, actually, after they're eligible for whatever reason. But not Eminem. He, he's got it this first year out. And if you go by his impact, the impact he's had throughout the throughout his career, if you go by the album sales, if you go by whatever metric, I think Eminem does measure up and um, should be in this nomination list. Yeah, I agree. Both Eminem and Tribe Called Quest uh, definitely deserve to be nominations. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation chairman, John Sykes, he said in a statement, he said, this year's ballot recognizes a diverse group of incredible artists, each who has had a profound impact on the sound of youth culture. 
He says their music not only moved generations, but also influenced the sound of countless artists that followed. And I think when you say it in that way, Eminem, Tribe Called Quest, and the other artists that are nominated definitely fit in that category. They do, man. They got Lionel Richie up there, too. Dolly Parton, Rage Against the Machine, Fela Kuti, which I loved to see because Fela needs his things. He needs his recognition. So I'm glad he's up there as well. Dionne Warwick, a lot of other people, a lot of other dope artists in that mix. Um, but I agree with the with the statement that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame made. Now, I do find it interesting that LL Cool J was nominated, like, what, six times before he got it? And this mm. was years after he was first eligible. LL Cool J's first album came out in 1985. He's one of the people that ushered hip-hop into the mainstream, and he had to be nominated six different times, years after he was eligible. So for Eminem to be nominated his first year being eligible, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I'm not saying he shouldn't be nominated because his career is that of a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. So I'm not saying he shouldn't be nominated, but I just find that a little... A little side eyeish on this Black History Month. I do. I do. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but I'm just saying it's something to take a closer look at right there. Yeah, it is interesting. I'm with you on the side <laughs> eye. You look left and look right. I got you. <laughs> but yes, um, so fans can vote on who they want to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, you can go on their website and they have a fan ballot up there. And the winners are going to be announced in May, and they're going to be officially inducted in the fall. So if you want to go vote on that, definitely make sure you do that. But I know one thing, Tribe Called Quest better be getting inducted. Better be. Oh, for sure. Better be. Okay? We're not, we're not just going to nominate them and not induct them. All right? So, yeah. Now that, we, now that we've established that, let's talk about Young Buck for a second. Now, Young Buck has been arrested for allegedly vandalizing his ex-girlfriend's car in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, um, if you follow Young Buck's story, he's always in the news about something with this ex-girlfriend, girlfriend, like it's so much domestic, not not domestic abuse, but just domestic violence of like terrorizing her apartment or a car or something like that. But yeah, this time it is now he's arrested for allegedly vandalizing his ex-girlfriend's car. Um, he said he came to her place and she didn't answer the door. And since she didn't answer the door, he began kicking in an attempt to reach her. So kicking on the apartment, vandalizing the car, mm. young buck going crazy, buck wild. <clears throat> Pun intended. Mm -hmm. um, listen, young buck, baby, we're going to get you some help. Okay. Cause the, this is not, this is not cool. This is not acceptable. It's not what we're doing. They're like, this is not our first time hearing of these incidents. Like you said, there's always something going on. So at that point, when a relationship becomes that toxic, like that's when it's time to separate. You go your way, mm -hmm. she go her way. And then that's just how it needs to be. I don't know if they have a kid involved in this. If there's a co-parent situation, co-parenting situation going on, whatever it is, it needs to be resolved ASAP. Like, Things we talked about things we love in Black History Month. This is what we not doing in Black History Month 2022. Like this is not the vibe. It's not okay. It's not cool. It's not anything. If this is not true, you need to come out and say it's not true. If it is true, you're wilding. Period. Like there's there's no excuse for this type of thing. Like come on, man. Definitely no excuse for this because I I don't know what's wrong with him. It just keeps going on this girl. So it needs to just be separated. Maybe move out of Nashville. Something. 
Yeah, and he was actually taken into custody for this. Um, it was felony vandalism charges, but he was released on $1,000 bond, and he only spent about three hours in jail. He got booked around 6.40 a.m. local time and was released about three hours later. He'll be back in court on March 1st, so we'll see what happens from there. In the meantime, anger management classes, may I suggest, therapy, mm-hmm. may I suggest, um, and just some separation from the toxic vibes that y'all are clearly on over there in Nashville, in Cashville. Right. right. Okay, yeah. So that's that on Young Thug, on Young Thug. Uh, so that's so that's that on Young Buck. We we're not gonna um we're not gonna sully up Young Thug's name with that type of drama. But um, <laughs> let's talk about Drake now. So I I. I have mixed feelings about when people do this. You know, when certain celebrity news pages or celebrity gossip pages, they like go on the list of people that a celeb is following. And if something happens between, let's say, two different people or three different people, however many, they will go in and see if that person is still following whoever they had a falling out with or some type of situation with. So, mm-hmm. so they are there are pages specifically designed to do this. Like they'll go in and see, hmm, is this person still following this person? Are they still following each other? And then whether or not they're following each other becomes the story. Like I said, mixed feelings about that. But in this case, I find it very, very entertaining. So Drake has allegedly unfollowed Rihanna and ASAP Rocky after the news of their pregnancy came out a couple of days ago. I feel for Drake. He is he's really a certified lover boy for real. Like we all knew he loved Rihanna <laughs> um, and they were together for a little bit of time. And then I guess when he saw the news, the pictures to unfollow, that boy is hurt. And follow ASAP Rocky too. hurt. <laughs> now, I wonder because they also do this sometimes. Sometimes they weren't even still following the person. Do I believe Drake was still following Rihanna? I I do believe he was, but it's also a possibility that he wasn't even still following her or ASAP. So I'm curious to know if he was even following them before. If he was and he really unfollowed them after that, that is petty, but that's also hilarious. And that's also right up Drake's alley, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after the pregnancy news came out, people was like, yo, check on Chris Brown, check on Drake. Make sure they are right, man. And this further drives that point home if Drake really did unfollow them. But I do think that's hilarious. And I also believe it because Drake did post up an Instagram post of himself uh, recently. And the, the caption was pretty interesting. So it's a photo of Drake um, out in the snow, out in some snowy woods, it looks like. He's bundled up. Um, it's just two different pictures of Drake by himself. But in the caption, it says... She says she's never been there before, dot, 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 dot. But you never been with me, so you never been. Okay, so from this photo and this caption, we can infer that Drake is on vacation with a young lady or somewhere um, out of the ordinary for this young lady, wherever it may be. It doesn't say a specific location. But I just thought it very, very timely that he posts these photos with that caption uh, after the ASAP Rihanna announcement. Like, you just had to let us know you was out with a with a woman at this time. Like, any other time, where's the post at of the woman? Where, or where's the mention of the woman in the captions? Like, it's not there. But for some reason, after this Rihanna and ASAP news, now is, oh, she said she'd never been here before, but you never been with me, so you never been. Like, you just had to let us know you was out with a girl right now. 
I don't know. It's given right. very like, you know, when people try to look unbothered on social media because they're really bothered, like that was the vibe I was getting from that. Just a tad. Yeah, I can see he could be a, a tad unbothered. And, you know, Drake really don't even post women or like his dates like that. The paparazzi catches him. But for him to post it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, he didn't post an actual woman, but just mentioned her in the caption. And I'm like, hmm, I haven't really seen Drake do too much of that. So maybe it is getting to him a little bit. If he unfollowed and combined it with posting this photo with this caption, hmm, might might be a little bothered. I don't know. But Rap TV is the one that announced that Drake unfollowed Rihanna and ASAP. And in the comments section, who was there promoting their brands? You guessed it. Rose, Ricky Ross, the boss, Rick Ross, man. You know what he said in the rap TV comments? What Drake needs? Uh, wild guess. I'm gonna go with he needs some wing stop. And you would be correct. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> you win the Black History Trivia for 2022. Yes, Rick Ross was in the comments uh promoting Wing Stop. Like I said earlier, like I mentioned. He's always promoting his brands, whatever he has going on. You're going to hear about it. It doesn't matter if it's Bel Air. It doesn't matter if it's Wingstop, Checkers, if it's a new album, a new movie, a, a new role on a TV show. Like anything Rick Ross is doing, you're going to hear about it. Now, whether you choose to watch it or choose to partake in it, that's on you. But you're going to hear about it and you're going to know about it, which is a part of why I chose uh, Rick Ross for my Black History highlight today. But I just thought that whole story was funny because... It's amazing that in 2022, somebody unfollowing somebody is a news story. Yeah, like that's probably like the bare minimum of a a news story is just checking people's (laughs) follows and unfollows. But it's interesting. There it is. We bring you the compelling, pertinent, most important news here on DX Daily. Now, lastly, real quick, let's talk about Janae Aiko because she has been announced as one of the opening performers for the Super Bowl. Good for her. That's great. Um, The Super Bowl, the NFL, Rock Nation, they all announced on Tuesday that Janae will be singing America the Beautiful, you know, for the pregame. That's a good look. I'm excited for that. I didn't think um, Janae was, like, doing anything like this or, like, really, like, in the spotlight as far as music goes. But for her to get seen singing national television, biggest game in the world, that's big. Yeah, that's, that's a fire look for Janae. Um, and then there's going to be a national anthem performance after that by Mickey Guyton. Now, this is my first time hearing about Mickey Guyton, but I did see the flyer with her and Janae. Um, Janae is going to be singing America the Beautiful. She'll be singing the anthem. Janae is what? Um, Janae is black, right? She's like black and uh, black and Asian. Yeah, Filipino? black and yeah, one of those black. Bl- she Blasian. Um, yeah. and Mickey Guyton is black, so you know more Black History Month vibes going on over here. We starting off strong, y'all. We starting off strong. I love it. <laughs> we love to see it. Um, so yeah, I think that's a major look for the both of them. Um, and Janae and Big Sean were seen at the NFC Championship game against the Rams and the 49ers. And they were mistaken uh, on screen. They got mistaken for another couple at the game. Yeah, the Jumbotron put uh, as their names were Sarah Michelle Geller and her husband, Freddie Prince Jr. And clearly, that ain't them. <laughs> Did you see the side-by-side of the pictures? Uh, I think so, vaguely, I remember. The, <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was a side-by-side couple's photo of Janae and Big Sean and Freddie Prince and his wife. And I'm just like, yo, how did y'all get them? How did, how did this mix up occur? 
how, how? Right. If you see the side by side photo comparison, it was pretty hilarious. Uh, Freddie Prince does have a a goatee as Big Sean does, so maybe that's where the confusion came in. But other than that, not sure they really look alike. Either way, though, congrats to Janae on opening up at the Super Bowl. That's dope. Uh, I can't wait to see these performances. Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, all of them. Like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for the Super Bowl at this point. If not not for the game itself, but for all of the performances. Oh, of course, it's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a big, um, a big night for hip hop. Period. Clearly, for sure, we love to see it. I think that's gonna be the conclusion of today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can also follow us on IG, Twitter, all social media at Asia Sky is my page. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. Yep, and we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.